Hello and welcome to another Destiny podcast. Uh, my name is Newt, as you may have expected. Uh, so just off the top here, I was just going to mention our uh, seven listeners have been writing in to me. And uh, they've been commenting that uh, they kind of would like us to up the ante, or uh, sorry, up the energy of the intros. <clears throat> so here, uh, let me go ahead and give this a try. <clears throat> What's up, gamers? It's time for another fucking de- episode of another Destiny podcast. Yeah, fuck yeah, let's go, boys. All right, let's have a fucking Donnybrook, eh? Hello, and welcome. We're going to be nice and calm now. <laughs> what do you guys think? You guys are unmuted, by the way. Fix my camera. Oh, yeah, you like that, huh? <laughs> no, I really don't. Yeah. It's hey, like so that now. You might, need to, you might need to blow your nose a little bit. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so that's what individual pores look like. Oh, I just realized when I deafened myself... <laughs> It mutes me, so you guys couldn't hear what I just said either, could you? No, no. Oh, I basically nope. just screamed at our viewers. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Well, I was trying to up up the energy of our intros. <laughs> All right. Okay. I suspect okay. I may have to go in and edit the volume after. <laughs> oh dear. But we'll see how it goes. Um. So why, yeah. Why do you do this to me, dude? <laughs> Anyways, this is the real, actual intro. So, yeah. welcome everybody to another Destiny Podcast, episode 34. Uh, we got some actual content, finally. It's been a couple episodes without it, but uh, there's a twa. We're going to be talking about the stasis nerfs and uh, people's opinions on sunsetting. Uh, we're going to be doing a little recap or uh, like a, a, a conclusion on the Clovis lore. Because we uh, we talked about that earlier with Elemist, and uh, now that we've you know gained a bunch of new information, uh, we figure we'll go over it again. And mm-hmm. because we actually need a proper expert to do that, we once again have brought on I am hey. Elemist. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Then why am I here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we decided we needed a professional. Yeah. Again, someone, why am someone, I here? Someone reliable. <laughs> <laughs> I need someone to help me, Elemist. The the lore has been under attack as of late uh, in the uh, in the ADP community community in quotations. Um, but uh, yeah, so thank you for joining us once again, Elemist. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Um, sure. I'm excited to. I don't really know. Last time we did this, all three of us kind of had you know equal amounts of lore that we wanted to talk about. But I don't. I haven't done any research at all, so I'm pretty excited to see what you two want to talk about. But before we get stuck into all that, um, why don't we start with the less important people? Uh, Cole, how's your week been and gaming in general? Uh, so it's gonna be like that, isn't it? All right. Uh, <laughs> it's been good. Uh, so I don't know if anybody saw my tweet, but I uh, my computer kind of blue screened on me in a really big way about a week ago and basically what ended up happening was that uh, a couple files in windows got corrupted 
And so my, my poor baby, I had to take my poor baby in to get fixed. And while I was there, I, I asked, you know, do you guys have any of the, like the new, uh, graphics cards in at all not just expecting with, the answer to be affirmative no, in any way <laughs> no like like just as a total shot in the dark like even yeah. like i would i would have taken like a 20 something like a 20 series but the guy behind the counter goes oh, let's, let me just check in the back and see if i have anything walks out with this shit eating grin on his face and plunks a 3070 well i assume he had a shitting eating grin because he had a mask on but plunks a 3070 down in front of me and i'm like oh Oh no! <laughs> and just fr from behind me, from my back pocket, I just hear, "No!" <laughs> it was my wallet. It was my wallet screaming. And uh, yeah, so I got my computer fixed, and I got a thirty seventy installed in it. So yeah, that's so. And 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 yeah. for people to understand, like what a big deal that is. Is previously you were playing Destiny on a nine sixty. A two Correct. gigabyte 960. Two gig 960. And Not even the four gigabyte model. <laughs> no. The two gigabyte model. <laughs> it was basically, it's like the participation trophy of, <laughs> of the graphic cards. It's like, I'm here. And uh, now I'm working with an eight gig 3070. So. Yeah. Aces tough? Aces. Just yes, the dual. Just, just, just yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that, yeah, so, so, oh, so you just have really two fans on yours yeah. then? Yeah. Yes, I've only got the two fans. Oh. Uh, oh, funnily enough, is how many fans we have uh, on the podcast. So, oh, nice, that was a good one. But it's it is worth notice noting that there is a he's looking at a th like average effective speed three hundred and fifty seven percent performance increase. <laughs> that's, 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 just, that's just going by user benchmark. That's just going off of user benchmark. You've went from the you've rent from, went from the uh, GPU that is ranked one hundred and twelfth. <laughs> in like it's 112th fastest to the 10th ranked gpu that's amazing that's hilarious yeah. uh well but um Thank mine you. has three fans so that's better yeah. uh yeah so that's that's about been my week um pretty much all that's been going on there uh starlight how's your week been dude well, I've just been crying in a corner because I now have the worst computer out of all of us. Which is <laughs> fucking ironic. <laughs> I haven't yeah. really thought this, about it that way before. Now, this is now a potato <laughs> in the ADB If anybody's been following for the past, I don't know, entire time Starlight's been on, he's been the smuggest son of a bitch ever with his PC, and now... It's only been a year. Like, <laughs> I built this in February of 2020, back when I was but a wee lad. Nice and a twinkle in, gift I, for yourself. Yeah, I had a twinkle in my eye, and I believed in hopes and dreams, and then 2020 happened. <laughs> and, uh, and now I have the worst computer, so I, I feel like it's a fitting end. Um, nice. But yeah, uh, I have this. I've been grinding out as much as I can of the splintered and warden seals and just being a triumph whore uh, <laughs> in general in destiny um when i'm not playing destiny i haven't really been playing a lot of games i've just been kind of chilling i've been doing a lot of lego yeah which is dope i don't know if you guys can see but we've we're rocking in a the new tie fighter it's a re-release and the new x-wing also a re-release of wait talk about that last episode yeah we did anyway uh Dude. but very exciting right i yeah. very exciting i got my hands on one of the ones that was just released it's from like their creator expert like neighborhood edition and it's the police station oh, yes. and the reason why i'm so excited about this is because it's they've got a motherfucking donut shop in the bottom floor you gotta, 
got a donut it's got a donut shop and like the walls are just filled with donuts and then all the cops have like coffee mugs and i'm just like i yeah that. and yep, that's oh real God. yeah one of the one of the criminals has like a like a trap door under his bed so like the bed lifts up and the tra- it has a trap door that lowers on, or it's right above uh one of the cops desks and he's got a fishing pole with a donut on the end and he's just <laughs> He can fish for cops, and I feel like it's the greatest thing ever. I'm so excited. Um, that so almost that. that almost feels like an SNL skit turned into a Lego set. <laughs> it, pretty much. Like I looked at a few others. There's a few where like uh, there's a few other ones of the neighborhoods where you've got people like sleeping in libraries. It's like a bookstore, and I'm just like. I'm just like I'm 100% just gonna like go into my Lego collection and like find a couple of like sur- like find a surfer dude and then like a girl in a bikini and it's just like yeah that's what really happens in the back of a bookshop in the stacks as they say. Um, <laughs> yeah, what else have I been doing? Uh, I don't know. It's been a busy day. I've been working out. <laughs> yeah, it's been a it's been a week. I'm, that makes I'm going one of us. on. Yeah, I'm going on like what is it now like two i'm going on like two months of going to the gym every single day that nice. i'm not like that the gym is open and i'm not at work they didn't you have to book sessions because rona um but they ha- didn't have any sessions today so i should probably figure something out Ooh, maybe that's what i can do while you guys are lore talking that could work <laughs> uh yeah hey new um how's your week been in in 3070 uh... heaven it's been good, I think. I can't really remember what I've been doing. I think. Oh well, okay, that's not true. There are a few things I've been. Doing. I play. I finally like. I was. I stopped playing Hades for a little bit just because I'd been playing it a lot, and I was like, I'm gonna play some Destiny for a bit. But I just recently I've started up playing Destiny or playing Hades again, which of course is fucking amazing and should have won Game of the Year. Don't at me. Um, and uh, it's funny. I was getting really done with destiny um just because i've been playing it a lot and also because of all the issues that everybody's talking about i would say largely uh shatter dive and frost not frostbolt um dusk field grenades but um one thing i just recently started doing that kind of like refreshed it for me is i've been playing on my warlock I'm not even bothering like going for the stasis. I don't even know if I'll bother getting stasis on my warlock. I've just been running like everything healing. So like healing nades, um, the Lumina, Lumina, healing rift. Um, yeah. So it's kind of fun just to mix things up a little bit. Makes it a little you bit more fresh. You know when healing builds don't help anybody though. When the only other member of your fire team's just like, I'm gonna use a shotgun. <laughs> It, <laughs> but I'm gonna charge everybody. It's it's, I mean I've only started using it in PvP. I think it could be like good, but instead I don't think it'll ever be great. <laughs> but I think I could like actually use it. It'll be usefully. fun. Like char- yeah. char- character builds are fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's been my week. I feel like I had one more exciting thing to talk about but i don't remember what it was so i won't worry about it um so elemist obviously it's been a little bit more than a week 
since uh, <laughs> we talked to you. So what's your your gaming and Destiny experience been lately? Have you been playing a lot of Destiny or trying out uh, a bit of other stuff? I was playing consistently, uh, like every day up until this past week. And then it was just, I'm starting to feel that burnout. Yeah. Um, so I've been jumping into a couple different games outside of Destiny. Um, but for the most part, like, I've got the, the Deepstone Crypt seal already done. I'm one triumph away from um, Splintered. I'm two triumphs away from Warden. Yeah. Like, I I just got the High Celebrant ship today. Oh, like, oh, nice. I'm starting to run out of things to go for. Yeah. yeah. Outside of, like, just sitting on a warlock, getting grenade kills, <laughs> or, you know arc bolt grenades or whatever so it's for the the triumphs yeah yeah so i'm just i've got other games to play what have you been playing uh pokemon mystery dungeon actually they, like they did a re-release of the very first one on the switch no way really yeah i had i think i had blue team what was it pokemon mystery dungeon blue team or something like that way back in the day yeah, that's so cool. Uh, they they re-released it on the Switch, so I've been playing that. I just beat the campaign, so like I've got post-game stuff, and I totally was not expecting the post-game to be as large as it was. It's um, one of those things where you don't realize the scope of it when you're playing it as a kid, and then yeah. you revisit it when you're a little bit older, and you're just like, oh shit. Well, and, and so like... The post game is like, oh hey, go recruit all the legendaries. But you don't stop and realize that like some of those legendaries are hidden behind dungeons that have like fifty floors or ninety nine floors. Mm -hmm. And I'm struggling to get through ten floors with my characters <laughs> intact. So it's like, all right, um, I've got quite a grind to go for. <laughs> it's funny. Growing up poor as I did, <laughs> um, it's so weird to hear people talk about Game Boy games because it's like that's like a black hole to me. <laughs> like I have no <laughs> knowledge whatsoever. I just I don't know. Doesn't really input to the conversation at all. But it it's just a I thought I'd point it like that's my experience. Whenever people talk about Pokemon and stuff, it's just huh. very weird. The, yeah, most, that's fair. the closest I ever got is like watching the TV show. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's the same. It's the same for me with um with GameCube and N sixty four because I was handed I was eight years old or no I was like six and I was handed a Game Boy Color and it was just like this is your one video game console <laughs> you get you get this until you can buy yourself another one right yep. and so when I was fifteen I bought a Wii so for seven years I had a Game Boy and that's it and like. So I missed I missed N sixty four I missed GameCube, like, although it, it is funny because I have no idea where, but I have these very vivid memories of playing Fire Emblem. Like, yep. I don't know. It's so bizarre that I remember playing it, but I don't remember like anything before playing it, or after, or like where I was, who, how, <laughs> like it's that was. 
that was me borrowing my friend's Game Boy Advance SP <laughs> at uh, swim meets. We would go to swim meets, and I would do. I would intentionally book like the first. <laughs> I would intentionally book my first race very uh, early in the morning, and then my last three races of the day were the final three events. Yeah. So I would do the, my first race, and then just be like, "Oh no, I have six hours to burn." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Game Boy. Nice. Not even my Game Boy. <laughs> it was a good day. Uh, I was also wondering, um, because, I mean, obviously today you guys are going to be talking about Clovis Bray, but mm-hmm. has there been any specific Destiny lore that you've been interested in, you know, recently other than Clovis Bray? Something you've been diving into? Outside of Clovis? Uh the lore book, The Dark Future, is right. really interesting. Yeah, um, you you start realizing that like the Exo Stranger, you know, Elsie has come from a really messed up timeline. <laughs> yes, that is one way of putting it. Yeah, and that's the nicest way to put it. Like, mm. true. Yeah, where like she's caught in a time it's not exactly a time loop because she's changing the timeline yeah based off of previous experience but like the loop can like do we do we know that it's like time or is it that she's hopping between dimensions it's i think it's between it would or like between timelines i guess you would say it's it's yeah and see, I, I read it as time loops, but like she, when she finally kills her sister, mm-hmm. she gets sent into an alternate reality to start the loop again. That makes sense. Yeah. Is that, like, is that the final point in each of the experiences is when she kills... I can't remember. It's when it's she Anna. kills Anna. Yeah, okay. It's yeah. when she kills Anna, and then the Traveler does one of its um, big releases of energy. It, it, I don't know how else to say that without Traveler gasms. Yeah, yeah, there it is. <laughs> uh, it's how it yeah, ended the Red War. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what it it's is. It's actually and... just really into BDSM. No oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> ha. God damn it. <laughs> Oh. Ah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> cool. You should definitely take also, a look at the street. Oh God, what have you done to me? Oh no, I hate you so much. <laughs> also, I will. I will say that. Uh, I will say I've. I really enjoyed the. Really, just randomly, super enjoyed the, uh, penguin lore books. The your friend oh. Micah Abram. Oh yeah, Micah Abram. That's a really nice look. Yeah. Those uh, so, those those lore books were fantastic. I love them. So ironically, the Micah from that lore book is actually Micah ten. Micah ten. Yeah, hey, Micah ten. From uh, the Den Mother of Ghosts. The Den Mother of. You're saying what words the... that I don't know anything about. What have I missed? So, I, I I must have skipped so over something. There is a guardian named Micah ten. Mm-hmm. So obviously Exo, yeah. Um, and she kind of just gathers ghosts who are unpartnered. 
she's and the, helps them find their partners. She's oh, the maybe. Really? She's one of the maybe new speakers. Right. Oh, I didn't realize. I remember reading something about like Micah possibly being the new speaker, and I read the lore book, and I'm like, well, this doesn't like. I don't see where this connection is coming from. Where do we actually hear about Micah? Tenet? All of the letters are directly to the traveler. She's know, literally no, talking to the traveler, to the traveler yeah. before she becomes so, a yeah. Hunter. <laughs> So this is such a weird uh, reversal of roles between Gold and Starlight right now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Elvis, go ahead. I just wanted to point out. It. <laughs> so Micah 10 was originally introduced in the lore book Ghost Stories under the entry Protector of Ghosts. Oh, okay. That see, I haven't actually read that one yet. So oh, Ghost Stories is so good. No, I've heard part of it. Um anyway. But yeah. Uh I, I've enjoyed that. I've enjoyed crow and everything that's going on with him all um, two, and I, a all two hawk moon all two hawk moon uh things that we have access to right now well and and <laughs> i i read all of it on ishtar collective fair enough i just read it once i unlock it in the game <laughs> nice and and that's fair mm -hmm. um but like oh with Sorry. the way the hawk moon mission went and with crow getting dream visions from the traveler yeah i'm sitting yeah. here like um i think we just found our new speaker it's well it's yeah. funny one thing that i said to cole i i agree with that but i also find there's a lot of um parallels between his yes. storyline and our like our guardian storyline yeah like finding oh. the shard you know, or like receiving visions that lead us to a shard yeah. of the traveler within the forest or whatever, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. um, and see, and see, I was drawing parallels between Crow and um, Banshee. Yeah, both are characters that don't remember their past. That's a good point. But everyone loves one, and everybody hates the other. Hmm. They both have shitty pasts. So, but they're act, but they're both actively trying to distance themselves from that well, shitty past. Well, exactly. But yeah. Banshee forty three like actively tried to correct his wrongs up until having his brain reset. Yeah, and yeah. Like, so and, like, and, but Crow, yeah. Crow to the end was just like, nah, I'm gonna get corrupted and fuck some shit up. You mean Aldrin? Yeah, yeah. fine. <laughs> I've, 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 I'm not. I've I've changed my ways. Like I understand. But I still yeah. want to. I still want to punch him in the face. But I understand why. <laughs> right. Like, right. You you can want to punch somebody in the face and not do it because you know it's objectively wrong. Doesn't mean you don't want to. I mean, Starlight and I we host a podcast weekly and we still work together just fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Sorry, Cole. You were muted. <laughs> um. <laughs> I, I wonder if Bungie this is this is sort of a tangent. I wonder if Bungie will ever reveal what our guardian's past life was. No. I was just gonna say that. Like, and like what if it's like we it. killed like <laughs> the Hunter Vanguard prior to our you know, being resurrected or something. I just this is where this is where we just wanted curve the bullet. One takes out Crow and then it comes all the way around and takes us out. Yeah. Yeah, like, what if it comes out that we were kind of, like, similar to Crow, and then, I don't yeah. know, the I story think, I think just they, continues? Yeah. 
I think they would leave it ambiguous because it leaves the agency up to the player. Yeah, exactly. But there's there's too many different variables on like yeah. who the guardian is, like male, female, hunter, like right. Exo, that's true. Yeah. Hunter Titan, yeah, exo human. Like there's so many different variables, so it doesn't make sense. That being said, as a exo main, I have loved being on Europa. I think I've said this before in the podcast, but just being on Europa and have everyone just be like, ah, like special dialogue for you, exo yeah. Uh, yeah. guardians. It's same thing happens to Awoken on uh, the Dreaming City. Yeah, mm-hmm. I see. I didn't know that. Like, I missed. I've missed out on all of that because I only have. I think I have two EXO characters and a yeah, human character same. now. I I seriously want to re-roll my character. Yeah, well, like, I would love to, for my Titan to be an EXO. It's oh. pretty. It's pretty slick. I gotta. I gotta tell you. It's it's it's, it's a nice feeling. Yeah. It, have you ever wanted to roleplay Rock'em Sock'em Robots? Because. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I feel like that's a pretty good introduction onto what yeah. we're going to be talking about later. But, that's good. Uh, hey, we're bro, gonna... guess what? We've actually got a TWAB this yeah, week. Yeah, I was going to say, this is nice because it's going to sandwich the TWAB in between two, like, actually positive segments. <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> uh, I ho- the TWAB I wasn't hope... too negative. No. I... <laughs> uh, the TWAB yeah, was fine. Was... It's, it's the reactions to the TWAB. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, it's it's been a volatile time for to be a destiny fan recently would you yes, stop yeah. zooming me in you piece of shit well i mean this was the twab screen so i'm not gonna be oh great to fix yeah. it. like it's half my face yeah god yeah, i like, hate it's it. completely <laughs> off center <laughs> it's now impressive like whatever you like have your little like facial expressions yeah boy do they like you really notice them <laughs> It's interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, so. All this and more if you watch us live, everybody, if you're listening on an audio format. The, um, <laughs> the ab- live, real-time shitposting. Mm-hmm. Get into it. Um, so, yeah, we finally have a the first swab of the year for the 14th of January. Um, so they start off with just basically saying, hey, we're back. Um, we took some time off, which is fair. <laughs> Um, so first up, we'll be looking at a few changes to vendors, dreaming city, moon rewards, and some sunback sun, some sandbox tooting for hunter stasis abilities in the crucible. All right. So in terms of the rewards on the dreaming city and the moon, um, they're basically just updating them. So they're a little bit more useful. Um, Mm -hmm. not all of them though. No. Uh, they reissued the Dreaming City Reverie Dawn and Moon Moon Dream Bane armor. Um, they will also drop with high stats when earned in Shadow Throne or Pit of Heresy. Final Chest and Pit of Heresy no longer drops a fully mass worked uh, armor piece, which is unfortunate. But yeah, the piece that drops will have seven armor energy and is guaranteed to drop with at least a plus sixteen and two different stat and higher stats. I'm actually I am actually okay with that because in the past when you're like, oh, I got a mass yeah. armor piece, fifty two thanks yeah right. <laughs> it's right. it's yeah. to the point where you don't even see the armor drop anymore you just see the the, the master work materials in your mind yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's already become master work materials <laughs> yeah. i did say i got a i got a really good roll on a uh insurmountable skull fort that just dropped from a crucible uh match like randomly yeah and mm. then um i got uh i got a good roll on it but i 
scrapped my old insurmountable skull fort and i actually got a golf ball back which i had never got oh really i've never had that happen yeah i got one i got one golf ball two shards and six cores and it might only happen with exotics so yeah i don't i don't scrap exotics very often yeah yeah um Uh, i do like how it was masterworked like completely so yeah when i scrapped it so i'm happy that i got at least one golf ball back yeah because you have to put in three into that exotic so maybe they're like okay we're gonna get back one um i still need one more golf ball yeah uh they also mentioned uh the class items will not drop from the pit of heresy final chest um which is an interesting choice i'm not sure it's just so you don't it's so you get actual uh armor that matters yeah yeah Yeah. i don't know why it took me so long to say (laughs) uh we reissued four weapons for dreaming city with new perk 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 pools waking vigil sleepless vouch safe and retold tale um i might try to get another retold tale it's a that's i believe that's the slug shotgun right yeah yeah for a time it was one of the only legendary slug shotguns you could get yeah and even then it was a really rare drop uh reissued four weapons uh for the moon with new perk pools premonition heretic blasphemer and apostate it's worth noting that the premonition uh you can only get that from the pit of heresy yes which is the that's the rocket launcher right no that's no pulse no? oh okay yeah heretic is the no okay i don't remember <laughs> but yes that is not the <laughs> listen to this don't listen is... to me <laughs> Premonition is the pulse, heretic is the rocket, um, blasphemer is the slug shoddy, and apostate, apostate is the sniper. Mm-hmm. It's a bad name, hey. Apostate? apostate? Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, apostate. am I am I not the only one that thinks a prostate every time I read it? No, it gives me it gives me, it gives me a dragon dragon age vibes yeah. because uh, they have a they have this whole thing with like apostate mages. Okay and like uh, okay. apostate magic users in dragon age so it's definitely giving me those vibes because uh like not all like blood magic in dragon age not allowed but and like you can get thrown out of the magic school if you use blood magic so like or well you're usually murdered let's be real but um <laughs> so like not all it's kind of like one of those not all apostates are blood magic users but all blood magic users are apostates and like this sniper rifle definitely gives me like blood mage right. vibe because of like the red and scarlet keep motif yeah, that they're yeah, giving yeah. us. Oh yeah. So um, I like I like apostate for that reason as a name. Uh weapons that drop from Pit of Heresy can roll with perks that are unavailable from drops from other reward sources and expanding Lost Sector Legend and Master Rotation to four main sectors, K1 and Logistics, Communication, Crew Quarters, and Revelation. Um <clears throat> I'm excited for that because some of these are like yeah you can rinse through these so yeah. i'm wondering i'm wondering how badly adding champions will like slow you down well at a speed bump yeah but uh, as long as they're overload champions it's not gonna matter <laughs> and the reason they're doing this is just because bit as many people have been saying there's basically no reason to go to the moon in the dreaming city right now yeah um so they're hoping that uh putting in these weapons will help with that a bit I, um, I mean, I I went to the Dreaming City quite a bit for Wrathborn hunts. That's true. When right. I was grinding those, but now but that, that was done. the only reason. <laughs> yeah. Now that that's over, yeah, I do still need to redo the final Wrathborn hunt, the Grand Celebrant or whatever. Yeah, it'll be, 
And that would be nice because you have a chance of getting these weapons to possibly drop for you and they'll actually be useful. Oh, nice. Coolio. Um, I the mean, like, not from the Wrathborn hunt, but like while you're running around the Dreaming City. Um, okay. the, the, only, <clears throat> the only complaint that I have about the reissuing of weapons <clears throat> is the fact that they didn't include Loud Lullaby. It never really got a chance to shine. Loud Lullaby was the uh, the hand cannon, right? The hand cannon that you got from the lectern. Right, right. Yeah. That was, it that... was a, a 110, which at this point is now a 120. So it just mm -hmm. it never got a chance to shine. Yeah. That's a good point. I, I remember getting it like to drop at one point uh, through what I think it might have been through one of the moon missions or bounties. And yeah, yeah it just it never felt right because it was a 110 and I never used 110 hand cannons. So exactly. Um, it's pretty though. I like I like it. Dancing Dreaming City. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a very special look to it. It's giving me well, a lot, that, of, lot of voodoo vibes. That that's I'm definitely one thing I, I will say for all of the moon armor and the weapon sets. I'm very excited for that armor set to come back as a titan. Like, I'm not so sure if the hunters and warlocks are excited for that. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I absolutely love the Dreambane armor set for the titans. And see, I am really looking forward to the Reverie Dawn armor. Yeah. Like, look at that titan. It looks sleek. It looks it, so good. Mm -hmm. And the shoulder pads aren't bad. <laughs> the shoulder pads, like, I actually ran those shoulder pads for a very long time, uh, for quite a while. And it it looks like a proper knight, like a Queen's Guard knight yeah. armor set. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the mark, I could take her leave. Fits, but, yeah. And that fits the titan philosophies, you know? Exactly. Yeah. But I also just love the fact that for the Dream Bid set, you're literally just a space astronaut just punching shit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> also, Elmeth, I don't know if you've uh, if you've done this yet, but uh, if you apply the genotype null zero shader to the Dreambane armor set, it you get like um, uh, like like a Soviet cosmonaut look to it, and it looks very slick. Like like I guess like a really really out. dark reflective material. It's it's pretty cool. So once we actually get the updated armors, I'm gonna have to actually grind out a set and, and check yeah. it out. That's what I'm going to do, because I, I love the chess piece for that. But anyway, I'm getting off topic here. <laughs> That's a different um, podcast. So the next I'm gonna smack you. section is talk about the tokens, like the Vanguard and Crucible tokens. Uh, and they point out that basically people would just amass a huge amount of these and then turn them in for weapons and armor and stuff, but those would just end up becoming <laughs> legendary shards and materials. Mm -hmm. um, so the way they're going to mix things up um well i'll just read uh, directly from this guy firstly we'll be adding two new unique weapon rewards to each of the three playlist rituals so six total across all three activities these weapons are in addition to the ones added in season of the hunt and continue to have a small chance to drop at the end of each activity second starting in season 13 for gambit and crucible valor and in a future season for strikes rank rewards will be visible on the ritual vendors each season you'll be greeted by a row of rewards progression toward progressing toward which will be earned oh progression toward which will be earned automatically what the fuck will be earned automatically as you complete relevant <laughs> playlist activities so like in the picture down here they show like the rewards you can get is like a prime engram and then three upgrade upgrade modules and then enhancement cores and enhancement prisons and then there's actually like a golf ball in there right um uh, uh um so instead of having rank rewards dropped automatically into your loot system, they now will be picked up annually from the vendor lists. 
We feel this gives much better visibility into what you'll be earning as you progress and it helps you make better choices about where to spend your time. I do like that you get to see what you're working towards. And yeah. like, like the, the, it might be a small thing, but the uh, actively being able to pick it up from a vendor, that, that makes the world feel a little bit more uh, real, I guess, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, so this is, will we need to change in Crucible, like just get rid of all of your Crucible tokens, but we can yes. hold on to our strike tokens for now? Uh, I, I guess I, I so. Correct. And in a future season for strikes, rank rewards will be visible on the ritual right. vendors. Okay, uh, so is nope. it just... No, changes soon coming to Gambit Crucible and Strike Reward Structure, so it's going to be for everything. So you're going to need to turn in all of your tokens. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, hold on. The yeah, future it, season for strikes, my it, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what's interesting here, I just... They don't really clarify this. Um, where does it say? Uh, this will give you better visibility into what you'll be earning, and it helps you make better choices about where to spend your time. So I wonder if maybe um, different vendors will have different kind of progression yeah. uh, lines of like mm -hmm. different materials and stuff that you can earn. So if you're like, oh, I really need this specific thing, well, I'm going to focus on strikes for now until I get that. Right. Also... Oh. Hi, Starlight. One thing to actually know, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but it looks like we've got a vendor refresh going on for the armor set. And did, did they mention that that for Beyond Light? Like every season, there was going to be a different set, a new set of armor um, across uh, Crucible Strikes and Gambit. Because I if you don't... look, if you look at the picture there, uh, the the armor set that's available in upcoming season thirteen is different than the Cinder Pinion that that's available right now. So is it? Isn't that the same it that it is right now? Unless, oh, never mind. That's the that's the hunter. hunter. Fuck, I am so fucking dumb. <laughs> that is not, that's the hunter armor set, and I'm just Titan mindset. That makes sense. <laughs> All good, guys. As it turns out, two coffees and an energy drink doesn't really work well yeah. <laughs> as a meal. Progression is on a per ritual basis. You can be on rank ten for Crucible and rank four for Gambit, for example. You'll reset your rank right at the vendor by picking up the final reward. Rewards for each individual ritual are as follows. Rank... Oh, okay, so I guess it is the same across all yeah. vendors. Um, yeah. Rank 4, 3 times 3 upgrade modules. Rank 7, 3 enhancement cores. Um, rank 13, enhancement prisms. Reset reward, ascendant shard. There's a couple other things in there. That... Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, could... Additionally, it each guarantees... of the above ranks also awards a prime ritual engram. Cool. I like that because it guarantees two ascendant shards per season. Yeah. At least. Yeah, that's a good point. Which um, is nice. Yeah, yeah, because so long as it's going to be on Valor and Gambit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah, so then that'll be on top of the ones that are in the uh, which in we call it in the, the season, season pass. pass. Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be nice. Although, yeah. I'm not saying that this is going to happen, but I could definitely see Bungie being like, so now that they're available in the world, we're going to be removing them free from the season pass. <laughs> God, please at, no. at, at this point, I, I doubt it. Yeah. It's Cause, like it's been a consistent thing for like the last five seasons. Yeah. Also, why, that's, that's why a lot of people are still getting the season pass. Yeah. Why would you take away some of someone's only incentive for yeah. just doing, mm -hmm. just playing the game instead of doing the season pass too? um yeah yeah that's gonna be great that you can like people are gonna be able to get a lot of ascendant shards and stuff like that um the by just only... grinding out crucible and gambit sorry the 
only concern that I have is the sentence, you'll reset your rank right at the vendor by picking up the final reward. Does that mean as soon as I hit that max rank, am I going to have to ditch my fire team and actually go reset? Yeah. Because then, you mean because progression won't continue. You'll like, need to do it. Now, yeah. Usually you do it through the destination menu, but now you have to actually go back to the tower. Right. Uh... And, I, and I could do it while dropping into a match mm -hmm. currently. Yeah. But now it sounds like I'm going to have to actually do the Iron Banner thing and just ditch my fire team, let them go in for a match, reset my shit, and then rejoin after they're yeah. done. I wonder if they're going to add some sort of compatibility with the with the companion apps because as of late, it looks like they've been adding more and more support for those. Yeah, that'd be I nice. I could potentially could see some sort of accessibility coming later on down the line, but I don't know. I don't work for Bungie. Uh, I don't think I exist. And they do confirm at the very end here. I'll just gonna read this out because it's kind of important. Crucible tokens and crucible token gifts are no longer needed and will be deprecated into junk that will delete as a full stack starting in season thirteen. Thank so we'll cash God. in those tokens before the end of the season. The thing I'm taking away from that is delete as a full stack. It's like thank you. <laughs> God. Well I mean, but you oh, don't God. want that. You'd rather just turn them in. <laughs> but can you imagine you forget to do it and then you have like 4,000 and uh. you need to hold <laughs> Yeah. 4,000 yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. I, I think it was more like they looked at how many people have like more than 1,000 and they're like, yeah. oh, we need to do this in a mm -hmm. better way than what we But, But I hope yeah. that they do that for shaders. Because I'm kind of tired of deleting shaders one at a time. Well, if you go to Rahul, you, you can do five. do. It's Rahul. But you need to have five. five at a time. He's, he's just annoyed because he keeps getting drops of like four or three. Yes. So like yeah. he needs to press the individual buttons. <laughs> or you get like, you get nine and then you need to like get it down to five before you go to <laughs> yeah, Rahul. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, also, I also you feel that. Simple solution. You go into your collections, buy the ones that you need. And then... <laughs> uh, what I would actually love is I would this love like a selector. gameplay I pay for. I would love like a selector, like like right clicking, like to mark it, and then like marking uh, it as like all. you mark this as junk, and then scrap all. Yeah. Oh yeah. my like, god. Yeah. Like that would be great for mm -hmm. um that would be great for the postmaster too because I just like oh you're blue. <laughs> Mark, 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 mark. Yeah. No, uh, like they need to they need to enable some kind of option for auto dismantle for blues. Yeah. Yeah. Um okay, so taking a pass, Revenant, Shadow Dive, and Fishers. Um <laughs> So as I don't know if y'all have noticed, but Shadow Dive was a little broken. Um it, um, Some people have been saying, anyways, just, just a, a couple, bit. just a few people in the, the community. Um, <laughs> all of them, all of them hunter mains, of course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Short-term goal: address outlier stasis abilities to keep subclass decision making interesting. Reduce the potency of shattered dive and whisper of fissures against guardians. Going live with update three point zero point two, which so this coming Tuesday is it? Okay, nice. Uh, Shatter Dive now has damage fall off versus unfrozen targets. Okay, I'm gonna. F I, I think this might be a little bit annoying, but I'm just gonna say a few things while I'm going through this. I don't think it should have had damage against 
other people other than the frozen ones in the first place and this is i like i, I main hunter so yeah he's 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 had a very very strong stance on yeah. this uh max range okay this is confusing max range damage reduced from 50 to 5 so nerfed so i guess that means like at the That's extent nerf. of the area of effect of the shatter of the shatter it used to be 50 damage it has now been reduced to five um again 90%. i feel like it should That's... be well actually five is okay but honestly like i'd be fine with it being zero <laughs> and it's just the people who are frozen that take damage uh i mean it kind of makes sense i mean it, it is a shattering crystal yeah yeah uh, damage reduction during ability reduced from 50 to 25%. Um, Whisper of Fishers reduced maximum damage versus non-super players from 42 to 22 to, uh, to 30 to 40. 30 um, to 4. Oh, 30 to 4. Yes. Uh, I'm not going to bother reading the rest of these. Just know that yeah. they, they nerfed. Uh, yeah, if, if you, if you want to get into the nitty-gritty, go, go read the TWAB yourself. Yeah. Investigate the effic efficacy. Efficacy? The efficiency? Uh, yeah. Efficacy. Okay. Investigate the efficacy of the stasis titan being super ruined effigy. Ruinous effigy, by the way. Uh, yeah, nobody's yeah. used it since it's been... it fucking disappeared. It got um, nerfed and then just yeah. vanished. Um, investigate the, the efficacy of the state stasis titan behemoth super. We want to let the above change settle to see where the behemoth stands in our PvP hierarchy. But this is next on our radar. On okay, our radar. so that's that's a there, nice transparency that they're giving us there. Yeah, I so imagine it'll be looking at the duration. It's mostly. not so much the du it's not the duration. It's the auto freeze everyone within a certain radius when you activate. Mm, like yeah. that's that's what people have been pissed about because you can like drop well, into a group. You can drop into then. a <laughs> Yeah, you because well, people are pissed into, like, about the duration of it too. Yeah, mm -hmm. but you can drop into a like it's an auto freeze you as long as you're within a certain proc and it like auto freezes no matter who's in the circle yeah and what then see... it's just an instant shatter if you hit yeah. one of them and what i could see uh, like I, I don't they're either going with like all freeze or no freeze i would like to see maybe like a slow mechanic instead like if, if you activate everyone around you slow they get slowed yeah. down but they can still react and if if their crosshairs are on you they can still shoot you yeah. so I definitely think it needs to be like it reminds me of like Nova Warp and um, uh, what's it, the Void Blade Hunter one, um, Wraith, Shadow Snipe. something, uh, Wraith Spectral something. Blades, Spectral Blades, like it reminds me of those in when they were in their heyday of like mm -hmm. you get killed by the super Activation. spawn, yeah, it's now on the other side of the map in your face killing you a second time. <laughs> Like it's definitely I at would, that level, and then back across the map, yeah. killing you a yeah. third time. Yeah. yeah, I would like to see some form of suppression in stasis in any of the stasis subclasses, because mm -hmm. like we used to get that with void, but uh, like with yeah. hunters. But it would yeah. be, I, I think it would be neat to see like a stasis suppression field. Yeah, that would be cool. Like yeah, like like I said, just like slowing the slowing enemies down. I think would... if even like even if it's slowing them and like not suppression, but it slows regen while you're in the field. Oh yeah, that'd be like that's interesting. I could I could see that being a fragment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 replace yeah. the freeze uh... with a, a suppression. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would be so cool. Yeah, I would. I would also like yeah. an alternative to the Titan melee, like to the Titan behemoth Mess melee. Please. Oh my because god! Yeah, <laughs> it's 
like as someone who run who like mains insurmountable skull fort like prior to stasis i was like oh the horizontal mobility of this class is like unmatched because you just you run 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 jump turn launch and then you get to do it an infinite amount of times Mm -hmm. but now it's like oh you want to go careening off the edge Mm -hmm. and like by the way you also lost your melee energy now yeah i don't really understand how like with i i guess they were trying to make it a shoulder like similar to the shoulder charge but but do that but don't make us lose the melee energy yeah yeah well give us a shorter range but don't make it don't let us (laughs) like lose the melee energy well and see the the problem that i have is the tracking on it is also garbage yes like i will be aiming right at the enemy and i will go right through them yeah yeah, I've gone like because gone, like, I didn't under... judge the distance correctly. Yeah, exactly. Like if you let go too late, like you just whoop, you go right past mm-hmm. it. Also, what's with the timing? Because speaking of careening off the edge, when we were in the prophecy dungeon last night, I <laughs> I did like go to I went to punch someone just as Newt was like blap, <laughs> so they're dead, and now I'm like, oh no, 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 and then. Mjolnir pulls me off the edge of the prophecy dungeon, and I just like shooting stars starts playing in the background as my Titan just goes for like forever, and it's like so the it he just kept going because I get that I get that up until you fall a certain amount below the like entirety of the dungeon, it's still a playable area, so like. Why right, was like I you haven't why, hit that kill floor? Yeah, but yeah. why was I still in my melee? Like yeah. I, I just stayed in my melee, like until I hit something, which was That's the kill funny. floor. But when I'm on the ground, is it because like the does it only start like judging range once you're on once you're at like oh. a certain like level on the ground? Oh, that's actually so, interesting. I haven't heard of that before. But sorry, Alamis, you got so, a point. I, I've noticed that for the stasis band, melee, yeah, right. Ooh, out of the band, I noticed that for the stasis melee, like <laughs> it, it, you do one hop as kind of like the preparing, and then you do the leap. So, like, if you actually melee off the edge before doing that hop, you will just continue to keep going until yeah. you actually hit land or hit ground, and then you you know okay that was was what it is then because uh i it just feels like it it felt like there was such a huge um difference in range when i'm like off the ground versus when i'm on the ground but that explains it uh sure (laughs) uh so continue with their goals and their adjustments um midterm goal improve pvp subclass usage and win rate balance Addressing stasis ability outliers will help us lower the ceiling, but we also want to pull up other underperforming light subclasses. Good. Midterm goal, mm-hmm. review our ability to gunplay balance in PvP. Destiny is a game with sorry, Destiny is a game about both explosive space magic moments and intrinsically satisfying gunplay. Especially True. in our 3v3 playlist, the usage of abilities has climbed as we introduce more and more ways to charge them quickly. We're still or not in... need to charge them at all. Yeah. <laughs> We're still in very early discussions, but we're looking into restoring a better balance where proper gun plays rewarding in these these playlists. Uh, I see another I see another insurm- insurmountable uh, skull fort nerf coming. 
yeah with the way that they're saying that like anything that lets you automatically yeah. recharge your your ability yeah. energy is gonna get like to return some of your ability yeah energy. yeah I uh, see, just I see like another... they did with um the rally barricade oh yeah i see another telesto nerf coming. i missed those days <laughs> honestly could you, i'm rally barricade for me with suros regime was like the greatest thing ever oh my. i like suros regime was my first exotic that i ever got in destiny and i was just like walking around with i got my dune marchers on and then i've got my only exotic gun and pop a rally barricade and just go <laughs> dude and, sweet business yeah the, yep. but then i got sweet yeah, business, but i got sweet business after they had already nerfed rally barricade gotcha so <laughs> Oh, that sucks. And even even Actium War Rig doesn't keep up with the depletion on Sweet Business. Right. Like it it right. gives you it gives you enough if you're also okay. walking around picking up primary ammo. Oh, I see. Right. Okay. Because every tick it gives you ten percent of your ammo back, but Sweet yeah. Business shoots it faster than. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Actium yeah. can actually give it back. Yeah. It's still good. I enjoy um, it. that's basically the end of the important oh, yeah. stuff in the TWAB. They just mentioned it later on there is going to be some downtime for Destiny on, on January 19th uh, at 8.30 a.m. And the plan is that at 9 a.m. you can log back in. So it's only a half hour. Uh, I'm going to be at work anyway. <laughs> Same here. And it's my swing day, so I'll get to come home and stay up until 3 a.m. Nice. Oh, video games. Um, yeah, that's all the, uh, the, the meat and potatoes of the twab anyways potatoes um yeah so i i think i can guess the answer to this but why don't we or i'm just gonna ask you guys of your opinion on like well i'll start the the nerf to shadow dive is good right <laughs> i think so yeah yeah shadow dive has been oh yeah i don't yeah i mean it's yeah, no, it's good. I think the only, the only, well, like they said, the Titan Behemoth Super, they're going to take a look at, which mm -hmm. I think is good. And then after that, I think, like, the last thing that's on my checklist will be the Duskfield Grenades. I'm fine with the other two, actually, now, other than when, you know, Shatter Dive is used on the Ice Wall Grenade by a Hunter, then it's broken. But that's more the Shatter Dive and less the Grenade. Um, but I think desk field grenades are still mm -hmm. the fucking worst um oh yeah i think i actually Mark... hate them more than shatter dive <laughs> what what i what i don't like like i love the desk field grenades except for how aggressively it pulls you into the center of it yeah i think honestly if they just remove that i think maybe then mm -hmm. I, they would be okay or if it's like if you're if it lands on you like yeah you get pulled a little bit to like stay in but if you're if it's like if you're on the rate on like the proximity it shouldn't pull you all the way back into the middle it should give you a little like eh, yeah where you, where are you going huh yeah yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah like it's crazy that basically the worse you aim your grenade the better the more you're rewarded because <laughs> the enemy spends more time in, inside of it trying to get out that and i think it's i don't think it should remove uh mobility abilities movement abilities like like um oh my god icarus dash and dodging on hunters 
Titans, unfortunately, are just kind of fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, guys, I think I just I figured out why Cloud Strike was so good against Tanix, because uh, I'm looking at the upcoming resolved issues, uh-huh. and apparently they fixed an issue where Cloud Strike hits on the Divinity Cage counted as two precision hits. Oh, really? That's funny. <laughs> so no wonder who's doing so much damage. Also, I think I've explained my uh, yeah. my. I think I've explained oh, yeah. my double your kill rates in the prophecy dungeon. Well, no, because we weren't using the divinity cage because none of us actually have divinity. No, no, no. Like in the upcoming resolved issues in the prophecy dungeon. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Taking science. So taking science, we're replicating too rapidly. Doesn't matter how fast you replicate. If I got my punchy boy. <laughs> That's true. That is true. <laughs> Can't replicate if there's nothing left. Exactly. <laughs> oh man you, you you've got to if, if they ever bring siva back you've got to use that as a tagline elements <laughs> can't replicate if there's nothing to bring back <laughs> well outbreak perfected i would like an i would like a way to get catalyst for old exotics yeah like now that they've sunset it i like, think they put, were saying yeah yeah put, put catalysts in with that uh that terminal where you can get yeah like old yeah exotic. let I us choose to idea. get old catalysts too because i've got outbreak outbreak perfected i was at 400 of 500 on the final week <laughs> so like sad. we got we got me up to 400 out of 500 yeah. and then it was just like well i guess life happened and <laughs> i couldn't do this it was oh, really well. unfortunate so yeah. apparently you, you, you got it though i'm happy for you thanks man. apparently the actual catalyst for outbreak got changed they took the siva Th- uh, things that you had to actually um oh the siva clusters I, like they took that aspect out of the catalyst so it's just the kills oh really hmm. so i've been told i had it completed way back in like yeah season, season of the drifter so i can't exactly say specifically about that but well, it looks like we got a real gamer in with us right now <laughs> i've just got i everyone was just like hey have you heard about all these cool exotics and i'm just like i have risk runner and uh grenades. <laughs> i don't really care oh god elements <laughs> yeah the, the gardens of lore tweet made me laugh when you guys were asking what your favorite exotic was and you you called out orchid uh about hers her favorite being the risk runner because she just whips a grenade at her feet to proc it <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's thing. good. Uh, but the Starlight, funny thing might... is, the funny thing is, when she initially figured that out, I was in the party with her, and she was like, "Oh, I totally whipped my nade and figured this out." <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> and then what? What was getting on my nerves was on the Destiny subreddit, people were getting into arguments on whether or not you could damage yourself with arc grenades, and I'm just like, "Yes." Yes, you can. <laughs> of course you can. I know this for a fact because I have a risk runner. It activates. <laughs> it. Like I could be up against Vex. They're not shooting me with arc damage. Yeah. And I'm procking myself, and then you just mow down gobos to keep it like mm-hmm. activated. Well, and and so it's it's not the grenade itself, it's the actual explosion of the grenade. Yeah. yeah. It's that first explosion. So like mm-hmm. any it's grenade will do that to you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like you're not pulsing yourself, hmm. you're just right. getting, you're just getting a little, a little zap, zap. Someone's walking up to you <laughs> with a Vandergraaff generator, being like, oh, "I wonder what this does." Zap. 
And they're just like, <laughs> unlimited power. <laughs> Although I do appreciate Dude. that we have like a long range version of Risk Runner now with Cloud Strike. I really enjoy <laughs> Cloud Strike made all of those um, sniper bounties or sniper so quests. Easy. Yeah. So easy. It took like the strike one. I did it in five minutes because I just launched into a 1250 Nightfall this week. Oh, smart. And yeah. it, it put me on it put me on the Tangled Shore and I just stayed in the patrol zone. And I'm just yeah. like, this counts as a strike kill. This counts as a strike oh, kill. Oh, and for, the, for those of you listening at home, he's talking, about the, uh, he's talking about the adored ornaments. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. And, and see, I did that same idea, but I didn't have Cloud Strike at the time. So I just used a sniper with um, explosive payload. Oh, nice. Oh, explosive payload. Nice. Yeah. That way, Adored. I didn't even have to actually get the head headshot. Right. Nice. Adored is insane, though. <laughs> it uh, it rips. Probably get around to getting it. At least for the next year. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Starlight. Um, just uh, really quickly before we move on, reaching back to the uh, to the Outbreak Perfected thing, you might be able to complete the Catalyst then, if you sure. if you got it to drop. So I would uh, look into no, 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 no. I got it to 400 out of 500 to get the cat. You need to get the SIVA particles. Yeah. In, in oh. the, the mission. You need to do the mission okay. on master difficulty and once per week by completing it. Yeah, you no, I remember that. I thought that was part of the catalyst. No, that's getting the catalyst. Right? Oh, oh. What? No, I am I wrong? I thought you got the catalyst just by just by doing it on heroic, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I thought so too. Am yeah. I just dumb? Let me so check. It might be. It might be worth looking into there, Starlight. That you that you might actually be able to complete. The I catalyst. just assumed that I had to give up and that everything was lost. <laughs> <laughs> All is lost. Outbreak no longer perfected. That is just so depressing. <laughs> Outbreak just okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Outbreak just why is Discord all the way over there? Uh -oh. Outbreak meh. <laughs> uh -oh. Um so I wanna get nope, oh, Cole's struggling. Yeah. Outbreak um, imperfected. Outbreak imperfected. So I wanna get into the lore pretty quick, but I was wondering if any of you guys have any particular thoughts on sunsetting and then um, the weapons and armor that are coming back that everybody has already earned, but now they have to go and earn it again. Also, um, Shoot the Kite just said in chat, Catalyst was dropped by completing it on Heroic. I finished my Catalyst this season after grinding out. I did not need to grind out Heroic Hour. That is, Hell yeah! Um, well, right. Shoot the kite in chat. So thank you. Thank you very much, kite. That's awesome. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Well, and I now somehow, I know things. I somehow managed my, to get Discord brother. off my screen. Hi, LMS brother. Um, I don't know how I managed this. I can't Alt access tab, Discord. Brother. Like, it's, no, tab. no, that's the thing. Alt tab. I can I can access it. Like it's still open, but it's all the way off my screen. Oh, that's like, weird. It's, it's like you have a second monitor. Yeah, set up, but you don't have the monitor. I, <laughs> I can't click on it with my thing. So, all right, well, that's about to be interesting. Um, so yeah, <laughs> what do you? How? What do you got? Do you guys have any opinions on the sun setting and then bringing back the weapons and armor? It's it's a little bit of a slap in the face for the, for people that grinded that out. Yeah, specifically it's, for those sets. Yeah, so the, oh. it's specifically the people are upset about the Dreaming City and the mo the moon weapons, correct? 
Yeah. Is that yeah. what people are upset about? See, it is, yeah. The weapons. Yeah. I mean, okay, but also, like, all those weapons were, like, they were good, not great, kind of. Like, you could get good mm -hmm. rolls. Like, it's not like it's not like they were on recluse level, right? That's true, yeah. But it's and also a loss of, it's like a loss of materials that you've put into it, right? Like, yeah, for people who true. have passed for people who masterworked it because they like really liked the weapon or the god like whatever role they got yeah mm -hmm. like they threw a ton of resources into that that they were told like hey all your work is useless yeah um and, but it, it is interesting because slug shotguns are now the shotgun meta and both shotguns being brought back are slug shotguns as well as um yeah it really um, are being brought back so it really seems like they need to and i know i'm not the first one to say this but it just again shows i think that being able to pull specific roles from your collections mm -hmm. would be a good idea because then people could dismantle it for the time being it's not useful to me i'm gonna dismantle it yeah now okay season or two passes oh these weapons are once again at the power cap they're useful again let me go and pull my old roll from collections, and I can use it again. Yes, I have to mass work it again, but at least I have I don't have to grind again for I... a weapon that I already earned. <laughs> yeah, I, I see where you're coming from on that, but that does just completely eliminate the grinding mechanic of Destiny itself. Because, yes, like, that what's is the true. point of, of of actually seeing that god roll and having that satisfaction of like, holy shit, I finally got it. Yeah, but yeah. I mean. I, th I feel like at that point you're like how many seasons are there in a year like is, is it four seasons four. in a year yeah so let's say every four seasons weapons come back around and become useful again like that's once a year that you're going to be using that weapon and then it's going to go away again and you're going to be swapping to like i understand it like it gets rid of the grind, but you've already done the grind. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's it's tough. It's it's going to be interesting because the the one thing that I don't like is that this does set a precedent, possibly for what Bungie's going to be doing in the future. Are they just going to be bringing back weapons that they've already created, or are they going to be uh, creating new ones to uh, bulk yeah. up the loop? And it seems like they're just going to be bringing back old. That was ones, something. Yeah, yeah, that was something I like again, lots of people have said this, but like Log was saying it on DDU the other day that every like most people, I think most players of Destiny are like, yeah, sunsetting's fine so long as you're bringing in new stuff for me to use and earn and yeah. grind, you know, exactly. but they kind of haven't followed through. It's getting a little bit better, but it they didn't really follow through on that second part. <laughs> yeah, that's true. See now, the, the problem that I have with sunsetting as a PV, mostly PVEI, there are certain weapons that I would love to use, but there currently is no end game archetype for it. Like, we don't have an arc, um, yeah, scout rifle. Yeah, that's a big issue too. Like we they need to at least sorry an arc scout rifle. So like. I can't think of like using an a scout rifle in my my um energy slot 
for overload champions because some have arc shields or some have void shields and there is no void, you know, scout rifle or anything. So it's it like there are gaps. Yeah. For for exotics, you mean? Because currently we have the Royal Chase, which yeah. Right, but I mean there's there are some gaps. Yeah. Oh, for sure. We don't have, you know, a uh they need to make sure they cover like I I know yeah. I because I, I have also had that issue where there's a weapon a certain weapon type of a certain element that I want to use but there isn't one like I right. can't I can't think off the top of my head right now but yes there are a few that are missing like they need to make sure they have at least one of each one they have to cover all the bases <laughs> before they right. before they remove weapons and like and like arc scout rifle is the only one that really came to mind because I actually had that issue yeah. Like, Actually, I think maybe the one that I'm thinking of is like when Beyond Light first dropped, and there's still there was a bunch of weapons that hadn't been introduced. I don't know if that's the same for the Arc Scout Rifle too, but like I know that was an issue initially yeah. at least. Uh, hey guys, really quickly, I'm just gonna restart my computer here. Discord doesn't seem to want to open up again for me. I know that sounds weird because I'm still in the call. Um. um. Oh no! Well, or, no, no, no! I'll, I'll fix you're it. You're fine. I'll fix it yeah, you, yeah, you don't. Yeah, all right, get ready for cameras to go real long. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I'll fix it later. Um. <laughs> uh, okay. So. Yes. Time to hand the reins off to our 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 lovely lore expert on our podcast. I am Elvis. <laughs> Saw it coming a mile. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, I'll hand the reins off to Cole because I don't know. He's a host, I For guess. Sure. <laughs> Hooray! So here we are in the lore segment once again, and these segments seem to get longer and longer and longer. And I'm I'm here for it. I'm very happy, and uh, once again, very happy to have Elemis back on here uh, to talk about Clovis Bray. Oh yeah. So the last time we had you here, we were going over the uh, the ARG uh, released files. And it was giving us a little bit of a hint at just how much of a piece of g garbage that uh, Clovis Bray oh my God, yes. was. And now that we have more information on him, uh, let's go into a, a little bit of a recap. So I've got a few things here. Uh, I've got a section of what we know and what we don't know. And I'll be honest, this list was put together like half an hour before the podcast, so I may have missed some stuff. So what we currently know about Clovis Bray is that he founded the Clovis Bray Institute, obviously. And he, oh god! Uh, aside from all the obvious stuff about him, like him having the like the four grandchildren, his one son, um, Alton Bray, no, Clovis Bray the uh, second. What was revealed in Beyond Light was that he stabilized uh, Exo's uh, problem with DER dissociative exomine rejection by mixing clarity control, darkness, and radiolaria to stabilize the exos. And obviously, Elemis, please jump in if I've missed anything here. Oh, absolutely. This is a very... You're, uh, you're on track. Cobble. Oh, thank God. That's also, a good all his granddaughters are, like, banging hot. So, there's That's that. True. That's oh, true. yeah. Also, like, they're not blood related, so it's okay. Stop it. Elsie's exo body was modeled after her actual body. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> hey. It's like, damn! Thick thighs save lives, guys. Come on. <laughs> Gotta get that uh, USB so, port a little extra. Uh... <laughs> well, this was yeah, certainly it's... interesting to come this back to. We, this is why we brought you onto the podcast. Yes. <laughs> for New no reason for and for no other reason. 
<laughs> Newt leaves for 30 seconds and comes back. It's like, fuck me. <laughs> uh, Clovis Bray also, to his credit, essentially solved uh, humanity's mortality problem with the Exos. Now, obviously, it can't come with a range of caveats. and He may have issues. solved it, but the Traveler did it better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. Well, uh, oh, fuck. I didn't even consider that parallel. Yeah, because they all lost their memories. So that's interesting. Um, the most recent version of him is the Clovis AI, uh, which was only recently reactivated after... Do we know exactly how long it was between it being uh, Banshee and Elsie shutting it down and us reactivating it? We don't. Didn't, okay. didn't we do that? Didn't we cover that in my timeline? No, because your timeline was before all of this came out yeah but we but we can also assume with seasonal activities that we're looking at like a season a year or like a like it's a one-to-one for like time played yes so yes yeah time played like we know how long he's been activated for excuse me uh but we don't know how long that hang on i'm going into my files (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i know starlight did actually nail sort of nail that down Um, he possibly reactivated Elsie dozens of times, and it, it's kind of hinted at, and it's not said explicitly how many times Elsie has been brought back. But 815. The... Sorry? 815. It's 815? Yeah. Holy shit. A lot no more than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. And the reason we know that is because the uh, in Legacy's Lament, mm-hmm. it talks about a bunker E8 one five right it's the bunker where elsie's mind drives are hence the e right and there's 815 of them okay got it that is orchid pointed that out to me (laughs) so there's a bunker somewhere with all of elsie's lives within like not obviously across all the timelines but within one timeline within one timeline that's how many times that's how many times clovis brought her back before she got sent into this time loop or yeah wait yes yeah yeah because everything that happened with with you know clovis banshee elsie all of that was golden age that's true yeah Yeah. looks like starlight has a yeah so so anyway so the first collapse is uh is when like we can assume that around the time of the first collapse like clovis like the Bray Braytech was still in it was still fully functioning right because and so that was 500 years ago like approximately okay um okay. and so that like oh. the traveler the traveler was crippled the collapse like the collapse happens and like mars gets frozen over so we don't know when clovis made the clovis ai or if he was like or like when clovis's like human form died like do we because like that was all before the collapse yeah it it was before the collapse so it's it's more than 500 years ago but it's yeah it could have been 10 years it could have been 200 years before that well we have like we have like late uh the only timeline that we're given is like late 21st century traveler arrives then like 50 years later like we're ter- we're doing a fuck on the terraforming like up to centuries later and then dark age of no information like that the and then the collapse is somewhere in there and the collapse was 500 years ago so we don't really have like yeah that makes sense a, we don't really have a proper timeline 
Okay. And the collapse uh, actually took a couple months. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They, they've, they've got like on this timeline that I'm looking, uh, that I'm looking up, it's got the, it's got like dots and dashes and then the collapse is a big black bar that's like <laughs> over the timeline it's just like this all of this <laughs> these things were happening too like there's callus is like callus is encountering the deep like gall is uh gall starting to like lead a coup like right mm -hmm. before the collapse happens which i talked about that uh because yes. then callus is exiled on the leviathan like right before the collapse we're getting away from it though Anywho, we're, we're yeah, I'll let, I'll let you guys do the thing. <laughs> Thank you, though. Thank you, though, Starla. That, that does give us a rough timeline for how long it's yeah. been since the Clovis AI has been activated. Like at least 500 years. Yeah, if not more. Uh, reactivated LC 815 times. Uh, Banshee equals Clovis. Spoilers. Sorry for any of those listening that don't Wait, know. What? You mean whoa, whoa, we, rescued we rescued Saint 14? 14 from the... <laughs> I hate you, too. <laughs> So much. Yeah. Say 14's back. 14 in the chat. Uh, uh, Clovis is biological body. be here. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Hell yes. You must hold pigeon like Borger. Um, Gentle with bitch. <laughs> uh, Clovis's biological body was eventually infected by the radiolaria. And so that's why he eventually up. He, that's why he created the Clovis AI. And he was able to leave the radiolaria behind because he made a copy of his mind. But you can't copy the physicality of the radiolaria, I think. It's tough. Uh, and he was, uh, it's heavily hinted at that he is directly responsible for bringing the Vex into our solar system. Through the Volantis Gate, uh, that's where the first Vex came through, and that's how they started infecting the system. Wait, but I thought... Well, Ishtar Collective already had a Vex. Oh, right. fuck, that's right. But he built so, the gate. Like, Clovis built the yeah. gate. It was on... Oh, like, yeah, no, it, it was... The, the Ishtar the... Collective were dealing with the Vex, but it wasn't a wide, widespread issue yeah. until yeah. Clovis. That was on Venus, right? right? Yeah, that was on yeah. Venus. I'd Baltimore. like to go back to Venus. Yes, I'm I agree. Afraid they bring it back. We might. Yeah, I'm really hoping. <clears throat> Uh, so that's all I've got for like what we know for what's new in uh, in Beyond Light. Uh, Elemis, is there anything uh, to add to that? Oh, Clovis was a I, dick to I, his employees. If you could, oh yeah, you if you couldn't have guessed that already. Yeah, um, he was a dick to his own family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but like that's expected. Like everyone's <laughs> a dick to their is family. That? Well, no, no, no. There's there's like being a, a dick, and then there's Clovis level, who's like. Um, I'm going to use my granddaughter as the alpha test for my immortality. To be fair, she signed off on it. Because <laughs> he manipulated her. I am yeah. aware. I'm... You can't devil's advocate like Space Hitler. Space <laughs> yeah. Hitler. No, one, no one likes it when you devil's advocate Space Hitler. Oh, that's good. That's really good, actually. Shit. Oh, I'm using that later. <laughs> I... This is completely off tangent, but yeah. um, on DCP, someone wrote in like on their on like they do like Twitter questions, and one of the questions is like, if you could fight anyone at any time in just like a bare knuckles boxing match, who would who would you choose? And like my very first thought was like, 
I reckon I could take Hitler. <laughs> Art school dropout. Yeah. Especially in the later years when he's all fucking whacked out on his happy pills. Uh, yeah, I'd beat the shit out of Hitler if I had that opportunity. If I could choose, I, could choose, I would I would oh, choose. Man. Can uh, you imagine just like putting Hitler in an arm bar? Like, can you imagine just like the feeling of like popping his shoulder out of its socket? <laughs> Like that would oh. just be like that would just be like ah satisfaction. That would be so great. <laughs> now if I could if I could bare knuckle fist fight anybody, I I'd, I'd choose Clovis Bray right before his deathbed. <laughs> deathbed like before like, he's, he's he's uploaded. He'd, he'd thank he'd thank you for it. Like yeah, he'd just be like jokes on you. I'm dead now. <laughs> and see, I would choose Clovis on his deathbed. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> this is what you get. <laughs> All right, there's Sunderesh. <laughs> yeah. So speaking oh, of that, looking at his organs, I would, I would love. So I've, I've mentioned this to Cole, and I'm sorry if this is kind of in the middle of your conversation, but I have a question for you, Elemist. Because personally, I was kind of disappointed in the payoff with Clovis. I guess what I was really hoping for is that somehow the the vex um mind or whatever you want to call it that was maya sunderesh i was really hoping that she would somehow have, have been uploaded into the ai as well yeah and it would just be like a like when we found the ai it would just be completely insane and like kind of like fail safey but even crazier i was mm -hmm. curious what your thoughts are like do you, did you find the payoff of clovis bray and like what we were kind of built up to throughout the papers. Did you find the payoff? Yes, no, meh. I, I kind of have mixed feelings about it because I would have loved to have seen Clovis even more off the deep end. Yeah. Well, but... he's still a character. We can get there. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. But, like, at the same time, I, I saw everything that went into him and I see the hatred that I have for that character, which I mean, a beautiful writing by Bungie for, mm. for that point. Chef's kiss. Um, but then like the whole point of getting to know Clovis the way we did was to show that Banshee had a past and like they are specifically drawing parallels between Banshee and Crow because you know they the two characters have a lot of similarity. So do you think then that we're going to see a storyline at some point involving Banshee? Because I would love to. Uh, yeah, cuz at I the moment we have the 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 prehistory of Banshee and we have the prehistory of Crow that mirror each other, but now the story of Crow is continuing. So it kind of makes that that prehistory parallels those prehistory parallels um, unnecessary unless you continue the story of Banshee as well. Well, one one thing that I was actually thinking is what I would like to see is I want now with this new information that we have about Clovis, I want to go back and like revisit all of those uh, like Banshee weapons quests, like the the platforming puzzles that you do in the tower. And I want to like redo those with fresh eyes and like look for shit that oh, like that's like, a really like, interesting like you know so this is I'm I'm a yeah. I'm a throw y'all for like a crazy loop but 
Disney princess, Tangled, okay? Rapunzel, she's painting sunshine and shit in all of her paintings because she, like, it's, like, one of her earliest memories. Like the she fuck? Has this... How did we yeah. end up here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So she's, like, she's, like, painting, fl- like, she's painting shit, and she, there's, like, all, in the background, you can see that there's, like, sun and, like, a sunflower or whatever it's called, like, uh-huh. hidden in every single design, like, that she's just intrinsically like put there because yeah. it's part of like it's her earliest memory but she doesn't know that she has it so like with clovis yeah like give me give me his sunflower like show me where in banshee's works like does are we clovis seeing clovis through? like yeah where in, in like what banshee does does clovis bray come through exactly that's a great right. movie i would really like tangled yeah yeah uh, <laughs> I would really like to uh better than Frozen for sure. Uh oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, hundred percent. He had Zachary Levi. Oh yeah, he's amazing. He had Chuck. Yeah, who doesn't love Chuck? Anytime exactly. that you have anytime you, guys, you have a Disney I'm, I'm, I'm movie with lying. a horse that has unrealistically human expressions. Yeah. It's gonna be also, fucking great. <laughs> also frying pad sword fights. With yeah. Red horse. Oh my god. Yeah. You know, this is the strangest <laughs> I've ever done. It was great. Um what were we talking about? <laughs> uh, but yeah. I would love to see a continuation of Banshee's story. Especially since they've already started drawing the parallels between him and Crow. Right. Um, I had another question or point to make, but I don't remember what it was, unfortunately. Um, Tangled got us... Uh, yeah, something about Tangled, I think. Tangled up there. <laughs> we were all tangled up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you have any other... Uh, points to make about the lore and stuff like that i kind of like cut you off i think in the middle of a oh it's all good um oh, i did have one and i'm trying to remember it now oh no <laughs> but like i'm really interested to see where this all goes um especially since banshee only that was what i was okay so especially since Banshee was only like the reason we go on the lament quest yeah is because Banshee starts getting memories back and the only reason he started getting memories back is because we tore open the deepstone crypt because of the raid right mm. it, like the space station fell tore open the crypt and he's getting all these memories flooding back to him like i want to see where that goes i wonder also so what is the connection there like why why is it that tearing open the crypt has caused him to regain these memories theory that it's because that's when clovis ai was finally able to actually reach back out Oh, like through a network? Gotcha. Right. So, it, like, he was essentially in a, I mean, a, essentially a Faraday cage or something. Right. And us bringing a space station down <laughs> tore that up. Yeah. 
oh my god, it was one time. And then you gotta wonder, too, if there's gonna be other exos out there that are gonna be starting to remember things as well. Um, but none of them have the actual connection that Clovis does. Right, like, yes. Yeah, Banshee it's a very personal could, connection. Banshee could, be, <laughs> Banshee could be getting all these memories back simply because he's connected to Clovis, and Clovis is trying yeah. to bring his exo back. Well, okay, and that the sword was Banshee's, right? Like, that was the whole thing? Correct. Okay. So, like, he was Clovis's, like, he was Clovis 1's champion, and, like, he knew that they were yeah. twinsies? <laughs> oh, yeah. Clovis AI specifically, well, Clovis the first, like back when he was human, specifically created two copies of his mind, one to be put into an exo and one to be turned into the AI. And now you got a big giant head. <laughs> right. Right. And it was the AI that actually brought Clovis one online. Right. I remember reading that now. Um, so, is yeah. there any word, I don't think there is, on what happened to Clarity Control after the ship crashed? I feel like that's another thing yet. that was like such a huge oh. fucking deal and then nothing ever happened with it. Like, Clarity Control has just crashed oh, no. on Europa or no, something. No. Oh, no? It's in the raid. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I mean like after the raid. <laughs> gotcha. That's uh, a good point. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think we've heard it. Like, it's just is, yeah, isn't it just sitting out in the snow somewhere? <laughs> Maybe we should go get that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Seems important. Huh. I'd want to go get that. <laughs> um, got uh, guys, really quickly, what's the name of the of the lore book in Destiny? <sighs> Recently released. It's like the um. The personal notes of Clovis Bray? Isn't it just Clovis Bray Lab Reports or uh, Bray Labs? Uh, Bray Labs Reports Confidential. That that's probably uh, Bray. Yeah, Bray Lab Reports Confidential. Test number one forty two. Radio Larry yeah, okay. ingestion. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, like. He is an ethical monster. Um, sorry, I just I made a connection here that I'm just uh, kind of putting together. Um, yes. Um, so we were running through the three of us, myself, Starlight, and Newt. We were running through uh, a nightmare hunt last night, and uh, sorry, not a nightmare hunt, um, empire hunt. an empire hunt, a, a 1280 Technic empire hunt. hunt. Yeah. Yeah, we were running through the technocrat, and I actually noticed something. So I posted this picture to my to my Twitter, but I'll toss it into the. I can't toss it into the Discord. Shit. We're, uh, we're busy. We're busy fighting like armies of shanks that are sniping us, and he's just yeah. like, "Oh wow, look, pretty picture, pretty picture." Yeah. So it's it's actually. Like, where can I where can I share this so you guys can see it? Uh, I, I can't share it in the post it in, I the, can't share it in the, the stream chat. I can't. Um, oh, I'll just okay. I'll just copy my um, copy the link. Sorry, guys. Uh, what is apologies. it? It is a. It's it's something that's painted on the side of a staircase, multiple staircases, in 
yeah there we go uh it's, it's just martian yeah. for slippery when wet <laughs> not, not <laughs> so that hand uh-huh that's painted on the side of the of the staircase it looks incredibly familiar to me and i realized that it looks very similar to the rasmussen logo to the rasmussen emblem that you could get from the black armory now the reason this I, i've made this connection is because helga rasmussen was actually on europa before she founded the black army before she quit and went to start to do her own thing so i wonder if that's just a small little nod to the fact that helga rasmussen was part of the club spray corporation or if it's one of another multiple references to the black armory that we've had this season i'm upset that we didn't get more forges so am i it is very similar well it's incredibly similar isn't it yeah i think there's a reason why we've gotten so many black armory references this season mm -hmm. i think that's going to be the next seasonal content god i hope so revamped forges Ooh. It, not necessarily forges, but like we're gonna get more black armory. Yeah, because... that's like armory themed something. Oh my god! Well, so like oh god, yes. on on one of the armor pieces from the raid, it is specifically talking about eight hundred one, and Ooh. it's kind of like an internal monologue. Oh, is it? Um, but she talks about how like. Let me see if I can pull it up. Um. And Helga Rasmussen was was Ada's mother, right? No. Yeah. No. And sorry, back me up. Ada's not, oh, that's, yeah, that's not right. a normal EXO. She's like an EXO that's been modified somehow. She, she was she a child not originally. A Clovis yeah. made EXO. Yes. So yeah. she is a she's a cross between Clovis Bray and Black Armory Tech. And the reason that she's stable oh. hasn't had to um she has a theory that R. the reason a she theory is. a theory is that yeah is because she was made with something called radiance instead of clarity control instead of the alkahest so, so light that is the one untied link that we have from the black armory so far well, let's let's go out on a limb and assume that if like okay. if dark darkness is capable of stabilizing uh is capable of stabilizing exos then light also yeah. is and so yeah. the radiance clarity control like yeah. i feel like i feel like i feel like we know what radiance is at this point <laughs> so uh, alamus sorry it looked like you had a you had a so I, I found it um it's on the hunter helmet the legacy's oath mask um i'm only going to read the last paragraph for sure where would that leave me though i imagine i'd be just another exo reducing the black armory and its traditions to some moot forgotten foundry that's not the legacy i'm trying to preserve the armory, me, we're more than just the weapons we make. What we represent, the values we stand for, would be lost without us and would run astray without supervision. Yet, if I don't act now, there won't be anything left to preserve. The darkness will not yield. The guardians will require more from me. The armory needs to evolve. That was Ada. Ooh. Who's saying that or yeah. thinking that? Yeah. Chills. No, I literally just got chills there. The armory must evolve. Yep. Elemis, I'm, I'm I think throwing you... it in chat for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, Elemis, I think you just, uh, you may have just hit the nail on the head there. That's, and that would make sense why everything has been black armor related. This has been driving me fucking nuts for such uh, a long right. time now. <laughs> right. 
and and like Bungie tends to put hints in Eververse. So That's true. when yeah, so when there's a ghost, a ship, a sparrow, a full Eververse armor set that all relate back to the Black Armory, but there's no Black Armory this season. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh my god, that makes so much sense. Can you can you <laughs> um, whisper or post that in the Discord? chat or yeah actually whisper it to me on on twitch because it 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 uh didn't let you post the link that oh, is gotcha. okay that answers the big question i had in all caps on my notes here is why is everything black armor related and ada's journal is also in niobe labs right now i don't know if that was added in um beyond light or if that's been there since niobe labs dropped but there's uh, Niobe Labs looks like looks like it's active, sort of. There there are a couple of screens that are flashing a bunch of numbers and codes and everything. I'm not exactly sure what's going on there. <clears throat> One way or another, if it involves the Black Armory coming back, I'm I'm here for. It. I'm so excited because the Black Armory is my favorite part of of Destiny. It's oh, the, the Black Armory papers are so beautiful. Well, there's yeah, there's a reason that I that I uh, recorded those as my first uh, oh, Warmind. Yeah. Episodes. They were those were my those were my like evening walk with the dog uh like <laughs> papers I would listen to. That was really fun. Aw, thanks. Oh, and and see like I can't read that without crying. Like it's it's that final important. entry just hits so hard. Yep. And then if you go into the Izanagi's Burden sniper rifle, that also oh my god tells yes. it from uh it's 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 not Helga's point of view. No, it's um Yuki, Yuki, thank you. Yeah, it tells that last scene from Yuki's point of view. It's like Jesus Christ. Oh man, Ugh. man. Speaking of shit that just like hits hard for, and you have no reason, but it just <laughs> hits fucking hard. <laughs> haven't like haven't watched this movie. I'm going so off topic. Haven't no. watched this movie in an age. What but... Tangled? No. Um, <laughs> yeah, Tangled. The final scene. No. Um, just finished the fourth Harry Potter movie. Because uh, oh, uh, yeah. Lady, Lady Starlight and I are making our way through the Harry Potters, we're doing number five tonight. But uh, man, the that final scene where like Harry Harry like comes back with the cup. Spoiler alert, by the way. Um, with like Cedric <laughs> and Potter movie that's been out for like ten yeah. years, and yeah. the books that have been out for even longer. Yeah, <laughs> but like he comes back with like Cedric's body, and everyone's fucking roaring and applauding, and like it's a huge thing. Yeah. Like they're cheering and clapping, and then like the sudden realization that everyone has that like this dude is dead, and then just uh like cedric's dad oh just yeah from rushing the crowd like to get down to his son's dead body i was like on the couch just <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm not crying you're crying shut up <laughs> uh, it was good shit it's and there's there's also more um there is more black army lore that i i i, I want to do and like a, a actually elemist if you want uh I, i'd love to invite you onto this uh to do a, like a, a black army extra episode because there are still some uh, lore entries that i haven't talked about yet so i'm gonna get into that at some point Sounds uh, good to me. so two more things about what we don't know about clovis brain jesus <laughs> <laughs> oh right we were talking clovis yeah uh how is he going to affect uh, affect the narrative going forward because they can't just drop uh clovis's head literally 
uh, into the storyline and then just leave it at that. <laughs> no, but you know what we can do? We can dress it up in funny hats. Yeah, no, we can. <laughs> yes, that desolate, that definitely needs to be a destiny yes. community like goal. He doesn't have arms. Like, what's he gonna do? Like, we can destroy the Braytech like things. Legacy. They, like, we oh. can just destroy the security bots, and we can just put silly hats on him with like a monocle and a twirly mustache. That should be like the next um, oh, what festival of the lost? Uh, like oh, yeah. dressing him a... up for Halloween or something. Can you imagine oh, a, a crimson? Be... Can you imagine a crimson days event where like you dress up the head as Cupid? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's a diaper oh. on the chin. <laughs> Wings on the top of the head. <laughs> Please, stop it. This is so degrading. This is not what my legacy is supposed to be. <laughs> it's like, ah, fuck you, old and, man. And considering he's a man all about legacy, like, yeah. that would really fuck it up. Uh, <laughs> That'd be the thing that's tormenting him. What are you going to do, huh? What are you going to do? So, what is his story going forward? Yeah, um... I feel like I'm worried that it's going to be like many other NPCs introduced in the game where we're just not going to really yeah. see him again. He'll be uh, there. We can go talk to him. And he's that's so, about so it. So, like, I, I feel like there is a lot of room that they could do mm -hmm. with the, the character specifically because we are going to be going to Europa all throughout the year. That's true. Yeah. This is oh, only the first oh. season of realistically he could technically fill the spot that Rasputin filled as a warmind not necessarily in the same capacity but his, yeah. his production facility could be converted into a um, into, into like creating defenses for humanity so yeah that's something that just immediately comes to mind uh, the last thing actually, have, especially sorry. since his mind is connected to every network on Europa. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very similar to how Rasputin was connected to an entire uh well, yeah, network across the solar system based on Mars. Yeah, two frozen yeah. planets. Look at that. Whoa. So uh, wait, was Mars frozen? Mars wasn't frozen no. before Rasputin was just not like, I have the power. No, and... it was it was it was he just froze the Hellas Basin when um when Zol attacked. Mm. Okay, yeah. so just Hellas Basin. I would like a Mars patrol zone like like in the frozen part that's what oh yeah yeah i see what you mean that would have been cool like, oh like the one of the caps yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. like i think that would be pretty dope what europa uh <laughs> that's fair the last thing that i have it's, <laughs> yeah. i also i also posted this picture in that tweet that i um that i sent the giant floating orb in bray exercise what the fuck is that yeah I feel like I read somewhere someone saying what it was, but I don't know if like they knew. You know, it was on Reddit, so speculation. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, a lot of it is speculation. Yeah. Uh, I like... I think it's gonna be like the the primary core for the crypt. That makes sense. Or it, I want it to be. I want it to be like a. Uh. I want it to be like a tomb. Like I want it to be like a stasis pod or yeah. something. Like it's holding uh, something that can come alive. No, 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 no. That if it's gonna be a, a you know stasis pod for anything, it's gonna be a stasis pod for Clovis's actual body. 
that was yeah. my first thought when I first saw it is that that's a cryopod. Yeah. Cuz there's well, it's it, got it's, the same it's got the same similarities as the prison um transports that crash oh. during the like it's, it has the same like venting uh things like that they call like cryopod incoming. Holy shit, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Here, I'll take this hat and, off and hand it back to you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like but I do feel like it's I don't think that's what it, like I think that'd be really cool, but I feel like mm-hmm. it is gonna be something more like, yeah, like like Elmis said, like the operating core of the Deepstone Crypt or something like that. But it's it's floating, which is yeah. weird. So, antigrav. Yeah, why would well, why would you want it to be floating? Like yeah, if it's like if even if it was a cryopod or something, like you don't need it to be floating. Yeah. Well, and and the thing is, like if you look at the actual sphere itself there are certain parts of it that are frosted over that's like they're keeping it at a very cold temperature i mean europa is also just cold though right yes that is it's in a facility full of computers yeah you you don't like nothing is going to be that cold in a facility full of computers computers are hot they expel hot air yeah exactly there's frost on the ground so if they're keeping it that cold yeah, like it's either got to be something that has a lot of processing power, or a stasis pot. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was thinking, like, yes, it's yes, there is frost on the ground, but there are no frost on the computers. Like, yeah, because like, that that was my point. It's like, the the frosting is coming from the from those cables that are going towards the sphere. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, sorry, I thought you meant like there's frost on the ground, so therefore, like, it's not. Well, there's frost uh, on the ground outside Starlight. It's got to be something. Because it's Europa. <laughs> me. That's the joke, you dumbass. Ugh. If you have to uh, explain the joke, it's not a good joke. It's cold. So, as it turns out, Elemist, Europa's cold. It's cold up there. What? It's ridiculous, right? <laughs> hey, what would you call that? How would you describe it? I'm trying to find a picture of it online so I can Snow? just look at it. No, the ball... I would just say technocrat, like, um, technocrat. Well, it I've is got, a I've technological got, sphere with epilogue sphere. sphere. Yeah, that was the word I was trying to think of. Sphere. The only thing flat earthers have to fear is fear itself. <laughs> I think we're reaching a pretty natural stopping yeah. point here. <laughs> Jesus me, yeah. Uh, okay. Yes, I agree. We are. That was a long one, but I think that's yeah, fair because we good. had a lot that we wanted to talk about. And yeah. it's and we're back, and we had a guest. It was a whole thing. Yeah, it was very exciting. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Well, speaking of our guest, uh, Elemis, thank you so much for coming on. Um, where Absolutely. would people be able to find you if they uh, want to get in touch? So or consume your I content? am on. I am on a podcast called Guardians of Lore. We are essentially a Destiny book club. Uh, <laughs> so we read the lore and then we actually discuss after every entry um, just like a book club do you <laughs> so You can. sorry go ahead so you can find us on iTunes uh, Google Podcast wherever you find other podcasts excuse me you can find me specifically on Twitter at I underscore am underscore Elemist. You can find the podcast at uh, on Twitter at Guardians underscore Lore. 
you can email us guardians underscore lore at outlook.com we're also on the lore network.com oh yeah um do you listen to the besties at all no no it's uh i don't know if you know the mcelroy brothers but it's a video game podcast that they do i just thought maybe you'd heard of it because they they're like uh, they call themselves a a gaming game of the year book club that runs all year round or something like that (laughs) i thought maybe that's where you got you uh on this episode no i honestly it like to our like three listeners that have still stuck around to the end of this episode like if you are interested in gaming news and stuff like that like definitely go check out the besties it's Mm -hmm. uh it's really really good really 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 good um sorry but yeah way to take away from elements yeah (laughs) let me interrupt your spiel to just plug a different podcast all good (laughs) all good um oh my god but yeah go check out guardians of lore and go check out the lore network everybody they're all awesome over there <laughs> thanks for doing my job yeah <laughs> no i'm worries. a little distracted i'm also looking at a photo of the sphere so full disclosure <laughs> i was I, i've been looking at pictures of ada one because i was like uh-huh. why did i i understand why elsie is the way elsie is but then i was just like wait but ada one's like you know, thick too. And then I'm like, nope, nope, that was just all in my head. That was wishful thinking on my part. She is just a normal exo. Uh, she is a normal exo. <laughs> she doesn't have she doesn't have thick thighs save lives. I, I, uh, I don't know. Have you seen Rule 34? I, no, oh, God. Yeah, I, see, I, so, I, Cole, where can people I, find you? Porcelain is not supposed to look like that. That's why I only, that's why I specifically Googled 801 Destiny 2, because I didn't want them to extrapolate on which screenshots i was looking for people can find me on twitter at adp colossus uh just <laughs> for all of your your uh destined to ship posting content uh getting hey, you, in contact with me hmm? how do you spell that uh at a wait a d p c o l o s s u s hey i nailed it i can still spell fuck you starlight <laughs> uh <laughs> And yeah, that's that's about it. I'm yeah. New, where, did, where can folks find you? Who me? Did you say my name? Yeah, yeah oh, I did. no, yeah, that's the wrong order, but that's okay. Uh, oh, okay. You can just find me on Twitch or on Twitter. Sorry, at ADP Newt. The E is a three. There you go. Um, Starlight, where can people find you in the main podcast? Um, hey, you can find me on Twitter at ADP Podcast uh, or at ADP Starlight. <laughs> God damn it! At Brain host brain brain host um yeah you can find me on twitter at adp starlight uh you can find me on uh yeah on twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash adp starlight uh or twitch.tv slash starlight what am i new you're the one that knows i i don't know your twitch stream you can find the main podcast account at podcast destiny on twitter or if you want to come check us out live you can um just like at the Nether Destiny podcast, you'll find it. Yep. Tune uh, in tune into our Twitter because we announce when we're going to be going live. So if mm-hmm. you want to join us in the chat, we appreciate you. It's always yeah. fun to interact. That was popping tonight. Um, and also, just at the end of the stream here, just mentioned two days ago, thank you, Kitty 2 for the follow. Oh, nice. All right. Is that everything? I think that's everything. Yeah. Um. I will tease 
we're going to talk about this a little bit more, but the ADP crew is looking at evolving the podcast a little bit and maybe creating uh, something special for the Canadian Destiny community. So mm-hmm. um, we've got stay, something in the work. Yeah, stay tuned for that. We're uh, looking at making something. We don't know exactly what it is yet, but it's cer- certainly a thing. <laughs> Lots we'll find of out. We'll find out along great. with you. <laughs> Newt, you should go into marketing. It's a thing. People were excited. All right. Can we can we end this podcast now? Just, hey, just, uh, just cut it. <laughs> hey, Elmist, what do, what do people always have time for? Nope. You, well. I don't know what. Oh. We're going to raid into test. Pigeon, by the way. But It was a test. <laughs> Please remember that you always have time. For, for another Destiny podcast. There you go. <laughs> professional fucking cut it (laughs) (laughs) boy oh boy oh boy